What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Born Again Biker Podcast. I'm your host, Mouthpiece. I'm the pastor of Victory Biker Church, Maine. This podcast is a place to discuss real, practical Christianity, biblical truth, and what it means for the motorcycle community. So hang on to your handlebars. Let's ride. Good morning, church. It's Pastor Chris from Victory Biker Church, Maine. That's right. It's Mouthpiece, and you're listening to the Born Again Biker Podcast. So the last couple of days, we've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit. We've talked about the um, the gift of faith. We've talked about the gift of uh, word of knowledge. We've talked about the gift of godly wisdom. Today, today we're going to talk about the gift of spiritual healing. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, this is one of my favorite topics. I've, I've been digging this study, by the way, you know, just kind of diving into this stuff. I've been digging, I've been really, really digging this. So what does the Bible tell us about healing? Does some Christians still have the ability and this gift or can it be learned? Can we use spiritual gifts, like the gift of healing to get rid of sicknesses like cancer and COVID? And how can we tell if a church or an individual's attitude to healing is deviated from the truth? So let's look at spiritual healing first. Spiritual healing is not this magic power. It's not a talent, I believe, that you can learn. It's something that God gives you. Everyone has a spiritual gift. All believers do. And it's given to a, it's a gift that's given to us and designated and directed by God. And, you know, it's things like healing and teaching and wisdom and, and the, the gift of the, of the word of knowledge. But these are all things that God gives us. And I've said this over the last couple of days. These are all gifts that God gives us. It's determined by God and the outcome is also determined by God. God might immediately heal people. That's best case scenario for the person that we pray for. That when we lay hands on somebody and we, we, people are asking us to pray for a healing, best case scenario is that person gets healed right away. But you know, it doesn't always work that way. Jesus, Jesus healed a lot of people. Of course, of course he did. He was Jesus. But before he ascended back to heaven, before he went back to heaven, he gave us his Holy Spirit as a helper. In Acts chapter three, Peter and John, they meet this lame guy that was lame from birth. And they, they say to him, you know, we don't have any silver and gold, but in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up, Walk. And what did he do? The guy got up and he walked. Peter and John exercised the gift of healing by the authority of the spirit of Jesus Christ. That's pretty awesome. Now there's a pressure to heal. Okay. There's a pressure to heal. And and some Christians, they they quote James 5, 13 through 15. and, And they say that we can all learn to heal that any Christian through the, through prayer and through faith can heal physical and mental illness. And I, I believe to a point that's true. But again, God gives all of us a gift. We don't get to claim and take gifts. It says that the prayer of faith will save one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. That's James 5.16. 
This verse is often misused to support false teachings that God always wants people to heal. He wants to heal all people, rather, excuse me. You know, he wants to heal all mental illness. He wants to heal all drug addiction. He wants to heal every illness. He wants to heal every malady. And that may not necessarily be true, church. It leads us to this, when that doesn't happen, when the healing doesn't happen, it leads to a feeling of guilt and disillusionment. When, when God chooses not to heal people, the implication is that the suffering Christian maybe just didn't quite believe enough, or maybe they're, they're hiding some sort of a sin, or maybe their faith isn't strong enough. And these misunderstandings about faith healing have destroyed people's lives. You know, James encourages believers to try every method of healing that God has laid before them, but healing always comes from God at his discretion. So, you know, James says, you know, I want you to pray for people. So I want you to lay hands on people. And if God miraculously heals them, awesome. Praise God. But I also want you to go to your doctor and I want you to Try the medication that, that, that I've given people the knowledge to create. God also says, you know, hey, I want you to go have that surgery because I'm going to guide the hands of this surgeon because he believes that I do the healing. You know, those are the things. God wants us to use all of the avenues of our healing. He wants us to eat right. He wants us to exercise. He wants us to be physically, mentally, and spiritually fit so he can take care of the rest of this. He offers this invitation to get deeper into our faith. And by taking care of ourselves, we get deeper into our faith. And we get into that faith through honesty and submission and trusting that what Whatever the outcome is, whether God heals us miraculously, a doctor helps us out with it, or God doesn't heal us and allows us to live, or God doesn't heal us and we, he allows us to go home and be with him, whatever the outcome is, God's plans are perfect. And you know, one of the things that I see is when people start to pray for healing, Pain frequently initiates or refreshes our devotion to our reliance on Jesus Christ. Sometimes pain leads to repentance. You know, there, there are times where people say, you know what? I just, you know, I've been living wrong and Jesus, I need you to intervene in my life. Please, you know, if you, if you heal this, I'm going to come back and I'm going to live for you and I'm going to live stronger for you. And I'm, I'm going to make sure that everything that that I'm doing in my life lifts up and glorifies you because right now it's probably not. Jesus didn't come to heal us of things like cancer and COVID and those types of things. He came to deliver us from sin and heal us from sin. He came to heal us and deliver us from the things that drag us away from God eternally. You know, David Platt said of the paralytic in Matthew 8, more important than even his physical paralysis was his spiritual malice. You know, Jesus asked us, um, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, rise and walk? 
The crowd wanted Jesus's healing power, but not the healer, which just blows my mind if you think about that. They wanted, they brought tons and tons and tons, thousands of people to him for healing, yet they rejected him. They didn't realize that they were all sick and in need of a savior because of their sin. Jesus used this opportunity to make this this point about who he is and why he came. He came to bring about a better healing, more than just this physical healing in the world. He came to bring about this, this spiritual healing. He also demonstrated that mercy and love, mercy and love, which continue to attract so many people to him today and which Christians... Like, you know, that's what we seek to emulate church. That's what we want to, that's what we want to replicate. We want to replicate the love and mercy of Jesus Christ. And, you know, people say all the time that the Christianity is more about just loving people. No, it's not. It is about loving people first. That's what Jesus did. You leave the judging and the rebuking people to him. You love people like he loved you. Anyways, let me get off that soapbox. We'll get back on to talking here about healing. When Jesus' disciples started using the gift of spiritual healing in his name, they followed his example. You know, in Matthew 25, Jesus says that he reveals that those who truly know him serve others in the very real ways, which can include offering them food, water, healing sicknesses, those types of things. And those are things that, that we as the church today, we need to emulate that. Everybody wants the, the cool things of, you know, I want to lay hands on somebody and have them miraculously be healed. That'd be awesome. But I'll tell you what, the church themselves, we need to also be like, you know what? I see this homeless guy. He's cold. Let me go get him a jacket. That's what the church needs. Or, hey, that guy's hungry. Let's go feed that person. That's what the church needs to do. It's not just about the, the thing that's going to bring you glory and honor and make people go, ooh, look at that. You know, Pastor Chris laid hands on somebody and they got healed. How about Pastor Chris gave somebody a jacket and they got warm? That's a cool thing too. He did these things, meeting the basic physical needs of people. That, that's what ministers and ministry is. More than just words and Ultimately, it gives us this kind of integrity that can lead to a deeper conversation. So as we get out and we start loving people and we start feeding the hungry and we start putting stuff on people that are getting cold and we start making sure that they're taken care of, it leads to a deeper conversation. Why are you doing this? Well, I do this because Jesus did this for me and maybe just maybe You'll see that too. And you'll see the Jesus that's in me doing that for you. Sometimes relieving that immediate suffering is a gateway to a gospel discussion and to ultimate healing. So, you know, there are times where God does allow us to physically touch somebody or pray for somebody and them get healed. And then they come back and go, oh my goodness, I don't understand. It was there and now it's not what happened. And then you get to tell them about the power of Jesus Christ. What people that are considered faith healers want to suggest is that, that healing is contained in a person rather than seeing the healing that is coming from the hand of God. 
faith healers, people that say they're faith healers, think that they themselves are the ones that are doing the healing, that they have some sort of special power that they get to do the healing, which is not true. The power comes from the hand of God. We get to be an instrument. You know, that there's this place called the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. Students learn how to heal the sick as well as cast out demons. Students are taught to spread this particular form of mercy in the name of Jesus Christ. Is there a problem with that? Jesus called his 12 disciples to him, and he gave them the authority to drive out impure spirits, to drive out demons, and to heal every disease and sickness. It says that in Matthew 10 and 1. Paul healed many people on the island of Malta in Acts 27. Are we not also given these spiritual gifts? We are. But I don't believe that you can learn them in a school. Spiritual gifts work together to glorify God and to spread gospel testimony, not to bring about not not to bring about the glory to yourself. It's meant to glorify God. It's meant to spread the gospel testimony. Not one single gift is bigger than any of the other ones. But the use of it through the body of Christ and through the Holy Spirit, which each one is a part of, each one of us is a part of that. The Bible teaches that it's, it's not appointed to every person. Not every person gets every gift. All the time. They can, but they don't always get it. In other words, one gifting might change as the Lord deems fit. You might be given this gift for right now. And then that gift might go away and God give you something else. Because as the Lord sees fit, that's what he's going to do. A diploma in a frame does not qualify a person, anybody to be a healer the way a degree qualifies someone to be a teacher. No school of supernatural ministry can manipulate that process, okay? So regard, if, if you're going to school to be a faith healer, you're wasting your money. Understand that, church. Suggesting that a student can, can make himself prone to, to something that God gives freely, suggesting that a student can can avail himself of a gift, that he can take it compared to it being given to him, could be compared to going into, into mom and dad's closet prior to Christmas to play with your toys when they're not wrapped presents yet. They cease to be gifts for one thing, because you already know what they are. But also... That kind of behavior, it removes the giver from the equation. Instead of God giving something to you, you've become a taker, okay? Instead of God being a giver, you're taking that gift that may or may not belong to you. And if if God presents that one gift of healing to you, then receive it. Receive it wholeheartedly. But it's not a mark of special worthiness. It doesn't make you special. It makes God special. Gifts by definition are never earned. They're given freely. Sorry, my dog's playing on a piece of cardboard over here. So that being said, you know, 
I just kind of want to briefly say that, you know, sicknesses are not our punishment from sin, church. Eternal damnation would be our punishment if it wasn't for Christ. So sicknesses, they're not something that God is punishing you because you're sick. God promises that repentant believers will inherit his kingdom and say and be saved by the blood of Jesus Christ and if God had punished us by means of disease and disability then our problems would be over when we die you know we we would earn our place in heaven based on how much or how little we suffered here in this world and Christ wouldn't have ever needed to shed his blood and let's face it we all know that that that's not how this works so church the gift of healing, again, it's, it's not something that we can, we can say that we can take. The gift of healing is something that I believe is out there. Yes, this day and age, we do get those miracles where people lay hands on someone or they pray for someone and they miraculously healed. I have seen people healed of cancer. I have seen people have limbs grow. I've seen God's miraculous touch. And that's exactly what it was, was God's miraculous touch. It was not a particular person that was doing the work that made it special. What made it special was that God chose to do it. Church, I'm going to leave this right there for you. You got any comments about the gift of healing? I want you to drop it down below. Leave me some messages. Shoot me, shoot me something on Facebook Messenger. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Until tomorrow, I love you guys. Have a great day. Be blessed.